go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that this podcast brings a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Hi, friends. This is episode 73 of Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood. It is our most favorite time of the year, and in this episode, we are talking about holiday traditions. Oh, it is my favorite time of the year. I love it. Okay, let's get started. Steph, can you share one holiday tradition that you brought into your marriage and family and one that you and Alan started together for you and your girls? So something old and something new. Sure. I love this question, and you definitely need to answer it yourself, but... Okay, I will start. Uh, a tradition that our family, my family did, my family of origin did growing up, uh, is an Advent ca- candle that you burn down every night. Uh, so it's like the 25 days and you just burn it down during your dinner. It's like a taper candle. Have you ever seen these? Yes, I have. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, my mom always did that every dinner in December and she gifts that to us every year and we do the same thing. So, so your mom still gives it to you. She does. That's awesome. I love that. Very lovely, lovely gift. Uh, and then one that Alan and I started together. Let me think there's a number of traditions that we started, but, uh, the one that comes to my mind right now is we do a gingerbread house making party for our friends, uh, during the month of December, like adult friends. No, Family. That would so be fun. lots of yeah, that would be more fun, actually. <laughs> I should just throw the kids to the curb. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys go watch a movie. We're gonna do your gingerbread we're, houses. And we're gonna do them better than you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you know, it is something that I really look forward to. Even last year in the middle of COVID when things were closed down, uh, we did it. We did not gather in our home, but everyone came and drove into our cul-de-sac picked up their pre-assembled gingerbread Aww. houses and their little baggies of um frosting and uh candies yeah. and then they and then they went and they made it they had the whole day to kind of decorate their thing yeah. uh their house and then we met on Zoom that night oh. and everybody voted on their favorite That's and so then we cute. had a winner so That's so fun. Yeah. So do you have a kit that you order or do you make everything yourself? So this is my tip for anyone that wants to do this. We use graham crackers, so we do not buy like a big kit. Because here's the deal, Michelle. I make 18 to 25 gingerbread houses for this party. So that's a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, that's even a lot of of, boxes of graham crackers, just so you know. Yes. But, uh, and we hot glue them together. (laughs) So it's definitely not the traditional uh, experience. However, I just am like, kids don't even eat the house. No. They just eat all the all the candy off the top of the house. So right. it'll be fine. So you get graham crackers and just like gumdrops and sprinkles. So, and- so when we actually gather everyone, um, I ask everyone to bring two unique candies to add to the tables for kids to share as they make their houses. Okay. So everyone brings like a huge assortment gumdrops, candy canes, you know, all sorts of things. Uh, And then I just, I make all of the houses, which is a valiant effort. I mean, it's a 
very significant commitment, but it's okay. We're happy to. Uh, And then I make tons of royal frosting, like a ridiculous amount of royal frosting so that everybody has those. So So you make the houses before they come? Yep. Oh, gosh, girl. That's why we use the hot glue. glue. Yeah, because I I have done this a couple times and I want to do it again, but we only invite, I allow my kids to invite maybe two friends each. Sure. Yeah. And then then you could do the sets and stuff. I mean, that's. When you're making 20 houses, like yeah. that's that's a pretty significant well, commitment. I, I do like the idea of graham crackers. It does make it a little easier and more cost effective. Oh, yes, for sure. Okay, I want to hear your traditions though. Okay. Okay, so the old tradition that we have brought in from my family is that we all get to open one present on Christmas Eve and okay. it is always brand new Christmas pajamas. Okay. And so like my it. mom my mom still does that actually. She gets pajamas for everybody and my kids too. And we still do that. And it's something we look forward to. And I look forward to it also because I love new pajamas. And then we wear them obviously to bed. And then when we wake up in the morning and open presents, we we stay in them for as yeah. long as makes sense, you know, to like maybe yeah. two or three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and are they matching? No, they're not usually matching. Okay. Just just okay. kind of whatever. She, and she, I think she feels a little awkward buying my husband pajamas. <laughs> So she usually gets like a a t-shirt or some slippers. It depends on the year. I think last year he got a robe. (laughs) You mean he's, she's not buying him like um, male uh, Santa thongs or something? (laughs) Can you imagine? I would love that. That would be me. I would want to get a video of my husband's face. Oh, maybe we'll plan that this year. Good idea, Steph. (laughs) Yes. And then the new tradition that we do, that we have started it also involves pajamas as I was thinking about this. So uh, it's before Christmas. So it's obviously older pajamas that we already have, but we put all, we all put our pajamas on the four of us. We go to Chick-fil-A, go through the drive-thru and get, Oh, I know what you get. Peppermint yes. milkshake. Oh, so good. We get one a year. We get the peppermint milkshake and then we drive through the good neighborhoods and look at Christmas lights. And a lot of times my in-laws will join us and that's something we do every year and our kids are always asking about it and this time of year when you see the ads for the peppermint milkshake they're like oh my gosh we can't wait until we can go look at lights and it's just a really fun thing that we've done so those are our two traditions those milkshakes are phenomenal man it is hard to limit yourself to one i I have to say that's a very difficult thing I so I am good. sure. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, our our neighbors actually started a tradition. They have a really, let's just say, well loved trailer uh, that they <laughs> attach to their minivan hitch, and we all pile, their family and our family piles in the back of the trailer oh. uh, with hot chocolate. And I mean, it's freezing in Minnesota in December, and yeah. we carol around our neighborhood oh gosh, so in the cute. trailer. <laughs> Awesome. Like, so, we're not going to come to your door. You can come hear us if you want to come yeah. out. We're just so going to stay right here. Yeah, I bring our big speaker and we just oh sing gosh. all of us at the top of our lungs. That's <laughs> it is a really, really lovely, lovely experience. Oh, I <laughs> love that. That's so fun. Uh, well, there are a lot of tradition ideas. Yes. And we actually have one over on momcollective.com that we're for sure going to link to in our show notes for you all to check out uh, some of these traditions and stories for you too. Yeah. Is it, Ashley did this post and there's so many great, great, great things in this post. It's definitely worth checking out. There's this one post that I love in particular from Vermont Mom about 
how this mom got started doing hilarious holiday cards. Ooh. And they are not your typical holiday card. You got to go okay. just check it out to see yep. what I mean. I can't really describe it. They're just really good. <laughs> but we do have a list here of traditions that you can start incorporating into your holiday this year. Um, and there's 10 in all. So we're just going to go back and forth. Cool stuff? Yep. All right. Great. All right. First up is cookie decorating. Yum. So you might have your grandma's sugar cookie recipe or opt for a roll of pre-made dough. But either way, you swing it. Cookie decorating is a great tradition. Um, And then you can make them and they make great hostess gifts. You can leave them out for Santa. And you can also just kind of have them around the house and eat them as you will. Um, And um, the best part, stuff is that you can add so many sprinkles. So many sprinkles. Yes. We do this every year. My husband's mother has a family recipe of almond cookies mm. and they're very kind of intricate and delicate and you have to kind of make them in a certain order and it's a whole thing it's a process the whole thing. whole thing and so but every year we do that we had to do it over zoom last year but this year she'll be back and we'll get to do it in person oh yes i am definitely pro almond extract and sugar cookies over mm. vanilla Ooh, that would be my my preference. So any the minute you said almond cookies, I was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, these actually so use good. ground up almonds oh. in them, and they're they're really good. Okay, yeah. sounds awesome. All right, so the second tradition of this post is to cut down your own tree. Uh, one of the best ways to kick off kick off the season is with decorating the Christmas tree. But how can you turn that into a longer experience? Well, by visiting a local Christmas tree farm. Many Christmas tree farms will have cut your own options, which includes walking through a forest mm. of trees and maybe not for you, <laughs> no, Michelle. It a sounds so lovely. It's the desert. Well, it's a wonderful experience. My family of origin with my parents, actually, we often cut down our own Christmas tree growing up. And I hate to say that is not a tradition I passed on to our family. I feel bad. <laughs> team artificial tree now okay i am (laughs) i am i bore i was married into a family of team artificial tree -ers. Uh, so um yes Yes. so we have a couple artificial trees but i do buy some live garland that i hang for the smell and to make myself feel a little bit less remorseful about giving up that tradition Right. So, yeah, I, we, you? do you real real tree or fake? Well, growing up it was always a real tree and I we would do the cut your own tree. It was really fun. Um, but mm-hmm. we, we live in Arizona and honestly, the trees dry here so fast. It's really yeah. not a good idea to have real trees. Yeah. Yeah. So we have artificial trees and that's pretty normal for this part of the country. Yeah. Well, a fun little tidbit of Arizona live tree life yes. is when we lived there. We legitimately, a lot of people do this. They put their live tree in their pool for overnight Mm -hmm. so that the tree sucks up all of the water overnight. And then you put, I mean, you drag that sucker out of the pool. It's so heavy, but supposedly it helps. That's what people do. And it's normal in Arizona. And everyone listening not from Arizona is like, what? Thinks that's so strange. You do yeah, you can, what? <laughs> yeah, you throw it in your, you throw it in your pool. That's legitimately Yeah, it's just so dry here. You got to soak it. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Hope cross your fingers and hope hope it lasts the three weeks till Christmas. <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. Okay, so what's our third? Okay, uh, the third tradition? one is a hot chocolate, which we've already touched on, Steph. Yep. But um, whether it's hot chocolate at the Christmas tree farm or hot chocolate at home or on the fireplace, it's always the best way to warm little mm. bellies and 
have memories during the winter months. So a warm treat with your kids is simple, but a powerful way to bond over the holidays. So you can gather fun toppings like marshmallows, whipped cream, and chocolate shavings to make it extra special for the whole family. And I know those milk chocolate bombs yes. were big last year. Mm-hmm. They were even hard to find. Yes, they were very hard to find. But I actually have noticed that a number of our sister sites have where to buy hot cocoa bombs guides on their websites. <laughs> so <awesome>. folks, <laughs> if you are listening and you are connected with one of our local sister sites, now is the time to hop on over to that little hot cocoa bomb yes. post and check it out because they are amazing and the yeah we I have, have I some had incredible one. ones oh they're so good uh the, the only ones i when i saw them they were crazy expensive i was like i don't know if this is worth it but they're the, they're chocolate balls that have stuff inside of them and you pour hot milk mm-hmm. over them right is that how it works yes you pour the hot milk and then they eventually crack and then all of these marshmallows come rising to the surface oh my gosh you're so cute <laughs> It's, it's a very a exciting experience. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know what? If you're going to pay $5 for a hot cocoa bomb or whatever. It better be you know, an experience. You, it better be an experience. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love it. All right. So our fourth tradition is actually one that we do, and it is hide the pickle. And if you don't know about hiding the pickle, it's time that you learned. <laughs> Supposedly, from, this is a tr- German tradition uh, and a lucky winner who finds a hidden pickle ornament on the tree Christmas Day earns an extra present directly from Santa Claus himself. Once <laughs> everyone has finished their gift exchanges, the competition of I Spy begins with the goal of locating the coveted and camo- camouflaged green pickle ornament. Uh, the pre-wrapped bonus present is usually something that everyone would enjoy. So we do this. You and do? I, love it. I have I have really never heard of it until recent years and it's yes it's weird i it's it sounds weird hide the pickle just sounds weird to me (laughs) it 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 is funny you know so we do it actually the day that we put up our christmas tree uh so it's coming up very soon for us and it i buy one gift that all of my girls are gonna like and right now it's not really a competition they all get their own time to find the pickle and it's usually something to, you know, help kick off the celebratory season. So, so they all get a prize. No, they get one prize that they share. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It's like a either a holiday movie okay. or I don't know, some exp- like we had an advent calendar, a Lego advent calendar one year that I get gifted oh, to them. Cute. So That's, okay, that makes sense. So it's not yes. like yeah. But I have heard the family that actually gifted it to us on our wedding day is the one that got us into this. They would give $50 to the winning person. Like, that's what the pickle ornament. It was a very coveted Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. My kids would be fighting over that. Yeah, we don't do $50. No, no. And it's not a competition right now. It's, like, shared equitably. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just don't want to deal with that kind of hostility. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Not yet. Maybe eventually we're going to get into that. <laughs> okay. Well, um, let's move on to our fifth idea for you guys, an extended family Christmas Eve. So for those who are able, inviting extended family over on Christmas Eve is a heartfelt way to really embrace the love of the season. But not everyone has family close by. You can connect generations over miles with a Zoom call reading a book like the night before Christmas. Doesn't that sound like a sweet idea? Um, and if you're together, sharing favorite meals and desserts is of course a blast. We do this, uh, we do this, um, for a few reasons. Um, one, because 
I have, my husband and I have put our foot down that we are not leaving our house on Christmas day. <laughs> hey, not so a bad idea. we want our kids to just have memories here and kind of come down the stairs, same staircase every morning or every Christmas morning to see their presents. And we just really wanted to create that. So we have all the grandparents over to our house for Christmas Eve dinner and we can see each other. And then if they want to come back in the morning to see the kids, they can, but we're not going to go over to their houses. Um, we do my mom's um, Christmas dinner, but as far as like exchanging of presents and stuff and my mother-in-law yeah. makes her famous lasagna and we hey. play a new board game as a family and it's just a fun. Do you do I this? Love all the, I love all the family time. Uh, you know, we uh, alternate holidays where we're, which family we're at. So uh, we're not close enough to both of our families to be able to do both of them at the same time. But uh, we definitely do family and some friends actually on Christmas Eve. So oh, fun. good times. Uh, all right. So the sixth tradition is Christmas caroling. Uh, and call and check. Here's one of the suggestions to call and check your local nursing home and see if they'd like young carolers to visit during the season. Or, as I suggested, you could head door to door or just zoom by them in your neighbor's trail. Just scream really loud as you're driving by. (laughs) (laughs) And make it an entire evening event, complete with hot chocolate, of course. I love it. I just (laughs) envisioning you guys like screaming from your karaoke machine. (laughs) There's like some old couple like, there they are again, Bertha. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Hey, it's a very lovely tradition. I love it. It's awesome. Okay, next one is helping the less fortunate. Um, It's always uh, wise as moms to keep um, the less fortunate at the top of our children's minds as they're getting so much stuff, right? Um, Just to remind that they're blessed and wanting Mm -hmm. to give back uh, during the season. So however you're able um, to reach out to the local soup kitchen or food pantry, you can ring bells at the grocery store, go um, and donate toys uh, and discuss the topic in an age-appropriate way to convey that not everybody has the same luxuries that many of us take for granted. So helping the less fortunate is not only a great tradition, but a good life lesson in empathy and gratitude. I make my kids clean out and donate toys in the weeks leading up to Christmas to kind of make new room for the new um, something we've always done, but we've also, we always do the Christmas operation, Christmas child, which is now wrapped up. I think you're, is the, that's the yeah. shoebox thing. You're supposed yeah. to have them in, in November. Yeah. Um, but they fill shoeboxes to send to kids around the world. And then we usually do the angel tree as well. So yeah. Yeah. So know, many creative ways, not creative, but just strategic ways to be able to show our kids, um, that there are a lot of people that have significantly more needs than yes. we do. Yeah. So uh, all right. The next uh, tradition is a Christmas movie night. So spend some time together as a family with one of the thousands of amazing Christmas movies out there. Uh, turn it into a special event complete with popcorn, later bedtimes and special jammies. We found great classics and new flicks on almost every major streaming service. And some recommendations would be The Polar Express or Netflix's The Grinch and Elf. Uh, for us, our family loves elf so we regularly watch that uh we also do the charlie brown christmas every christmas day that's like a very a huge tradition for us uh and i watch the holiday by myself <laughs> with wine and chocolate while i wrap all of the gifts i love that so that's not a family awesome. movie night that's like a mom that's movie a mommy night. movie night mommy wine movie night i love that. i love the holiday <laughs> It's good. I love it. It's, yeah, that's a good one. Um, 
Yeah, we Elf is our big one that we love as well. Home Alone mm-hmm. is a good one. The Christmas Story. And I have to say, we recently watched, there's a new Home Alone movie on Netflix. Mm. It's called Home Sweet Home Alone. And it is really fun. I highly oh. recommend it. It's um, Ellie Kemper is in it, and I love her. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a flip on the story, and it's just really cute. So I recommend watching that one. It's a fun one. I'll have to check that out for sure. All right, All right. Next up is. Next up is you either love it or hate it, but it's mm. Elf on the Shelf. Ooh. So those who don't know, Elf on the Shelf is sent from the North Pole in order to help Santa keep a better eye on kids' behavior. Kids name their special elf, assigned to them from Santa Claus, and the elf flies back to the North Pole each night to report to Santa on the day's activities. And when he returns from his trip, he finds a new location somewhere in the house. A lot of elves can be funny or mischievous, which keeps it fun for the entire family, but the elf is also a handy visual cue for the kids to remember to be on their best behavior. Hey, moms, I'm going to say a couple things, and if you're listening with little ones, you might want to maybe turn it down. Just a little warning here. Yep. Um, we've done Elf on the Shelf for years and it's a pain in my tush mm. to be totally honest with you. Cause I always forget every night to move it. And mm-hmm. finally this last year, my kids are nine and 10. Now they've finally figured out everything about Santa and the elf and all that. Mm. So starting this year, this is the first year that they are going to move the elf Woo! and they're so excited about it. And I'm like, my time has come. I have arrived. I no longer <laughs> have to move the elf. You have arrived. Oh, that's so great. So, do you guys do Elf on the Shelf? No. Oh, how I, did you dodge that one? It it has taken a lot of dodging because <laughs> there are a lot of families that do it. And obviously their children come to school and talk about their elf. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we we have a decent amount of traditions that we do that are like daily type of like we do an act of service every day through this advent calendar and just we just had too many things that Mm -hmm. i was like i can't do all the things so we just said no and you know i think our kids feel sad about it but (laughs) i I was i was actually listening yeah they're fine uh i was listening to another podcast somewhat recently though that um a family's tradition was they they don't do elf on the shelf but they their family has always moved the sheep in their nativity scene oh how funny (laughs) so then their sheep just do the craziest silliest stuff and that's what their tradition is i'm like i like it you know you can make it work for you yeah that's awesome all right, so our 10th and final tradition is to book uh, an, or use an advent calendar of some sort. Uh, an advent calendar isn't a new concept. I've actually talked about it a couple of times already. Uh, actually, have you seen the Aldi wine one? We don't have Aldi here, but oh. there are the, there's the same concept at Costco, and yes. yeah, it looks amazing. Yes, uh, but it's obviously a spin. On the traditional mm-hmm. advent calendar. Yes. Don't give that one to your kids. Not a good idea. <laughs> right. Yeah. But the idea is pretty simple. It's to wrap up 25 Christmas, winter, holiday-themed books. Uh, this is the book advent calendar idea. Yeah. Uh, and let the kids pick one to open each night until Christmas. Uh, it's a special time for the family to come together and read, and everyone has a hint of glee in discovering which book might be unwrapped that night. I love that. That's, that's really fun. That's and a you lot can- of a lot of books it's a lot of books but you can also you know all the holiday books go on sale after christmas so if your kids are too little for this right now you could plan ahead and snag some books on a after christmas sale yeah 
Um, we do advent calendars. Um, I always get like a Lego one or I think we're doing yeah. a Lego Star Wars one and a Lego Harry Potter one for my kids this year. And we have an advent tree that we read a little devotional um, yep. every night and or every morning and put, you know, a certain little ornament on the special tree. Sure. Um, I just love yeah. that kind of stuff. This is fun. Yeah, it is a nice way to kind of add some rest and reflection in yeah. an otherwise pretty busy se- season. So, yeah. uh, well, Michelle, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to put on some Michael Buble yes. and hit my sip my hot cocoa bomb. Yes, for sure. It's going to yeah. be a hot cocoa bomb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, all these tradition ideas are making me so excited I for the holidays. Same. I am so ready to get out the lights and decorate and have the hot cocoa and yeah, Michael Bublé and Mariah Carey Blaston. I love it. Yeah. Um, and actually, my favorite album is Pentatonix. I love all their Christmas albums. There. They do have some good stuff. Yeah. I like it. Uh, well, this was fun. If you have any other traditions that you want to share with us, please comment on any of our social media channels. Um, the aforementioned blog post that we're linking to in our show notes has more holiday tradition ideas for Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. So make sure you check that out. Yeah, no, no matter what traditions uh, that you have or that you'll renew or possibly even start this season, um, we just encourage you, fellow moms, to stop and don't forget to relish all of the little special moments with your families. Just sip some hot cocoa and just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.